everybody. Welcome to the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Pipkin, and I'm joined as ever by Tom Walker. Hello, guys. Welcome to the show. How's it going? So let's start off uh, nowhere else than the winning bomb-proof treble from last weekend. We're up and running for the season. Pretty steady in the end, wasn't it? We had Sunderland and Fleetwood to win on Saturday, Swansea to win on Sunday. All came in uh, without too much fuss. Absolute breeze. So that was nice. Got us uh, got us going, didn't it, on the season. So now we can keep that running total going and uh, hopefully go for the brace. Fingers crossed we can get another winner this week. Uh, quick apology, Profit Chasers, uh, for the late release this week. I have been just insanely busy. Um, so I do apologise. Yeah, it's all my fault from... Yeah, the, Tom is not to blame at all. All my fault. But hopefully I can make it up to you with a winning treble. That would be nice, wouldn't it? If I could make it up to the boys, that would be good. Yeah, absolutely. It's the least you can do. Yeah. Uh, it's also worth mentioning, I think, the competition that we've got going on on social media, on Twitter. Thanks to everyone who's entered so far. Um, if you just like our page and um, retweet the tweet, you're in with a chance of winning a, what year is it, England shirt? 1990 to 1992. Nice. Yeah, it's a nice old retro England shirt. So all you got to do, follow the account, retweet the tweet, which will be pinned on our Twitter. um, And then we'll randomly draw the winner on the 2nd of September. So a few days left to enter. Yeah, absolutely. Join in with that because it's a lovely little number. It's got a... It's got Gaz. Well, it's not got Gascoigne because they didn't used to have you know names on the shirts in those days. But it's got the nineteen in lovely, lovely bright red felt. No, oh, it's a, it's it's a thing of beauty. I love it. So yeah, uh, feel free to enter that competition. Um, talking of competitions, should we start off the show in the Premier League? Absolutely. So we've got. Games on Saturday and Sunday, eight games on Saturday, two games on Sunday, so no Friday night, no Monday night. We start off Southampton, Manchester United. That's a 12.30. Um, We thought Manu would win very comfortably last week against Crystal Palace at home. Absolute coupon buster. They lost 2-1. Has that put you off Manchester United now? A little bit, because the the whole feeling around the club was... They're taking a new direction. They've got new players. They've got a new way of playing. They're getting the best out of Pogba. Um, and, yeah, so one thing that is still lingering from last season is David De Gea and uh, big moment mistakes. And, uh, yeah, mm. you can play as good as you want. If your goalie's going to do that to you, then uh, you're going to be in a world of trouble. So, yeah, United work to do. Um, tough game away at Southampton. Uh, they've managed to pull together some nice victories on the road, haven't they? They uh, beat Brighton 2-0, although Brighton were down to 10 men early. Um, and Fulham away in the Carabao Cup as well, 1-0. So back-to-back clean sheets. Um, that It now feels like their losses to Burnley and Liverpool were a long time ago. And it also, on the flip side, feels like United beat Chelsea a long time ago. So, yeah, how yes. quickly things can change. Yeah, absolutely. In terms of betting advice, I'm just going to leave this game completely alone. No Martial either for Manchester United. He's ruled out this game with injury, as is Luke Shaw. So um, they'll be weaker again for that. 
They will. They will. Um, yeah. Again, same for me. Watching brief. So then, Saturday, three o'clock. So we've got quite a few to choose from this week. Um, I'll rattle through them all really quickly. Then we'll pick out what we like. Chelsea, Sheffield United, Palace, Villa, Leicester, Bournemouth, Man City, Brighton, Newcastle, Watford, and West Ham, Norwich. Um, Man City, Brighton, we're safe to say, 1-12 to for City. Absolute banker. We can't see any upsets going off there, surely. Um, Chelsea, Sheffield United, 1-3 to for Chelsea. Is that a bit tight? I definitely think they'll win. But is is 1-3 to justifiable, do you reckon? Uh, maybe not at this stage of the season. Um, I do definitely think you can get some value in this game, though. Um, I think Chelsea to win and both teams to score is priced at two to one. I really like that. Uh, Sheffield United have shown that you know they're going to be a force to be reckoned with uh, this season. They may not you know win the league, but they're they're going to definitely uh, you know put up a punch. They've scored in every game so far. Uh, that's goals against uh, Bournemouth, Palace, Leicester and Blackburn even in the Carabao Cup, and Chelsea as well, um, have yet to keep a clean sheet in the league, including, obviously, the Super Cup as well. So for me, there's going to be... I'm feeling a Chelsea 2-1 here. Uh, Lampard has his team playing pretty expansive as well. So that's my tip. Chelsea to win, both teams to score, 2-1. to one. Yep, I like that. Um, if you do fancy Chelsea on the nose, they should win at one to three. But the price is a little bit tight, so you definitely get more value with uh, your two to one tip there. Um, yep. Any of the others you like the look of? For myself, um, I think a both teams to score that kind of leaps off the off the page is Leicester, Bournemouth. Um, both teams, obviously, probably a lot better equipped uh, going forward than they are at the back. In terms of both teams to score in the Premier League, Bournemouth are three for three. Chelsea, uh, Leicester are two for three. So we both know that these teams like to go forward. Harry Wilson has obviously uh, picked up where David Brooks left, left off last season. And Leicester just packed full of attacking talent. Madison had a particular good game um, against Sheffield United. Both teams to score is four to six. So the bookies do agree. But I think if we have a look at the fixtures, Tom, that one is the one that leaps off the page for uh, for goals. Um, I'd say West Ham Norwich leaps off the page as well. Again, both teams to score is four to nine. So the bookies really like the odds of uh, both teams to score happening there. I just feel with Norwich, even though they've lost the last couple of games, including a shocker against Crawley in the uh, Carabao Cup, you know, they... Yeah. They scored two against Chelsea in that pulsate in 3-2 defeat. They scored three against Newcastle. And they scored in that 4-1 away loss at um, Liverpool as well. So they're scoring against the big teams. Um, they've proven they can score against some of the lower teams they've faced in Liverpool. No, sorry, in Newcastle. Um, so I definitely think they're good value for at least a goal. Timo Puki, we said every week on the podcast, the man is on fire. We tipped him any time scorer last week. He got his goal. Um, they're away. I wouldn't be so confident to tip him any time scorer again, but I definitely think someone can get a goal for Norwich. And then West Ham at home, Haller seems to be uh, hitting some form now, getting in amongst the goals. Same with um, Lanzini, Felipe Anderson coming into some form. So they've got potential to score too. I think 
despite the poor odds, it should definitely come in. 100%. Yeah. West Ham, uh, Haller looks like a real kind of complete striker. He looks like he can do everything. And uh, championship fans won't be surprised to hear this, but Premier League fans will probably just get introduced to Buendia for Norwich, a very, very bright number 10 um, that has started the season off really well. And Todd Cantwell as well. Um, I'm not sure he will hit the heights of Buendia uh, as the season comes to an end, but he started off really well. So definitely uh, both teams to score there, 100%. Um, anything else from those games? So Palace Villa, Newcastle Watford, or shall we look at the rest? Yeah, I think I think they're just a bit they're a bit too tight on the games. Yeah, you could yeah. honestly flip a, flip a coin on a lot of that. So yeah. yeah. Okay, um, Burnley Liverpool then is the late kickoff, five thirty. Liverpool are three to ten to get the win. The draw nine to two. Burnley seventeen to two. Um, for me, just Liverpool are going to win this. I think. I don't think it will be a hammering by any stretch of the imagination. I could see two 0 something like that. But uh, I think Liverpool should get the victory here. Should do and will do. Um, I was having a look at you know maybe handicaps or Liverpool to win both teams to score or I don't know. I was looking for something to, you know, give us a little bit of extra value. Um, it's it's pretty hard, to be honest, to try and find anything um, other than, you know, Liverpool to win. And, you know, the price is, price is not exactly great. So I think just sit back, sit back and enjoy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so Sunday then, we've got Everton Wolves and Arsenal Spurs, the big North London derby. Uh, Everton Wolves, again, a tough game. Wolves are 5-2 to two for the victory. So if you do fancy them, um, they're a pretty good price. Everton are 6-5, to five, they're favourites. But to be honest, I've not seen anything from Everton so far this season, which wants to make me back them on the nose. I don't know about you. Nah, still lacking, still lacking a few players, aren't they? Um, I feel like, I feel like you know th- there is more to come from this Everton team, um, but yeah, it's it's a little bit little bit concerning. Um, the one thing I don't know, Everton haven't lost in their last six home games. Wolves haven't uh, lost in their last four away games. Obviously, Wolves are coming off the Thursday as well, so they've just obviously beaten Torino. 5-3 on aggregate in a really good uh, Europa League performance. And they've been fantastic in that competition. And it's good to see um, a team like Wolves take it seriously. I remember when Burnley were in it a couple of seasons ago. And yes, Wolves have a much bigger squad and a lot better quality. But Burnley basically just threw it away. They couldn't give a monkeys. And I like it when you know a team really you know kind of shows that you know they want it right so yeah yeah absolutely i'm gonna go for draw here i'm gonna go for the draw which is nine to four um i don't think you can separate these two yeah and you know you look at the pattern of wolves's results so far this season as well in the six games they've played well in the last six games they've played let's say they drew in the premier league one in the Europa League, during the Premier League, one in the Europa League, etc., etc. Um, so they've just come off the win in the Europa League, which means surely they're going to draw in the 
in the Premier League, doesn't it? You can certainly see it in this game away yeah, at Everton. Of course. Yeah, of course. Sound of pattern works. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, draw I think is a good tip there, nine to four. Uh, which brings us on to the final game in the Premier League, the North London derby. Big game so early on in the season. I'm worried for Tottenham at the moment. I really am. There's a lot of talk. Uh, Pochettino's saying a lot in the media about how the dressing room is disrupted. The European transfer window not being in line with the UK transfer window is really um, disrupting his plans, just getting in players' heads in the dressing room. You know, does Ericsson want to be there? Does he not want to be there? Um, you know, it just seems to all not be quite right at Spurs at the moment. And that was shown in their loss against Newcastle when they were pretty toothless, to be honest. Newcastle were very good value for the win. I think Arsenal are going to beat, beat Spurs in this North London derby. 7-5 to five for Arsenal. They've got a very good record at home against Spurs anyway. Tottenham haven't won a game at the Emirates since 2010. So I just think the form they're in, the negativity that seems to be around Spurs, just leans me very much towards Arsenal in this one. Agreed. Agreed. And, you know, Pochettino, I'm a huge fan, but I felt like since pre-season started to now, He's been quite negative and he's been quite, he's, he's moaned about a lot and he's complained about a lot. And you know what? If this was Mourinho, he'd be getting hammered for this. Um, but Poch, because everyone kind of has a soft spot for him, he, he's getting away with it a bit. And I'm sorry, Poch, but your your job is to is to manage these individuals, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't buy into it. I feel like Spurs are very flat right now. Um, especially going forward. At the back, I don't think there's too much to be concerned about, despite the fact they haven't made the best start of the season. For me, it's going forward. They're lacking, you know, they're lacking. They need maybe two more Son Heung-Mins for me yeah. To, uh, yeah. to really sparkle. And for me, that's why I think Arsenal are going to win. Arsenal's back four is arguably not as good as Tottenham's. But the Pepe, Lacazette, or Bamiang three that you're probably going to see is good enough to frighten anybody. And uh, yeah, that's for me why I go for Arsenal at seven to five. Yeah, just another couple of things as well. I think I'd wait to uh, why you'd go against Spurs um, and Dombele, if I pronounce that right. He's uh, missing yeah, yeah. for this game with an injury. And also, I was looking at a few articles around Spurs this week, and I think. If you had a league table of games in 2019, so last part of last season and the beginning of this season, all combined in one league table, Spurs, I think, were ninth in the 20, out of the 20 Premier League teams in that table. That's really bad. It's terrible. I think a lot worse than people would expect. Yeah, big time. I, I had a feeling they'd be around fourth. To be honest, yeah. So they're wow. they're actually on a very very prolonged kind of poor run of form that's perhaps been papered over by them getting to the Champions League final and you know making yeah. a few signings in the transfer window and you know I, I I yeah I think it's not right at Spurs at the moment. There's a lot of sorting out that needs to to be done. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, Arsenal for both of us then. Yep, absolutely. So then let's move on to the champ. Um, anything that takes your pick from all of these games? I'll tell you something, actually. Cardiff-Fulham is a Friday night game. 
Do not go anywhere near Cardiff. Don't get sucked in by the fact that recent, <laughs> recently relegated the nine to five yeah. at home. So you might be looking at that nine to five at home for Cardiff. Recently relegated, they still got a good side on paper. Warnock's there, loves the champ. No, don't go anywhere near Cardiff. They are absolutely abysmal right now. Absolutely abysmal. You think a hallmark of a Neil Warnock team, the absolute minimum you'd expect is they keep a clean sheet. You know, you think a Neil Warnock team, at least the the minimum is that they'd be good defensively, they'd have a lot of defensive resolve and they'd grind out one nils at home, nil nils away, whatever. You know, they've conceded three on three occasions already this season. It's so poor. It is, it is. And and like you said, it's um I think a lot of people on Twitter especially, so you know, this is just fan talk at the end of the day. But a lot of fans are questioning if Warnock's, you know, asked this season. Like, it, it, is he bothered? Because, you know, it, the team doesn't seem to have the same intensity and the intensity comes from the top, right? So a lot of people are saying, you know, is Warnock even asked? Like, does he even want to, you know, drag his feet through the championship again? And does he want to... Because, again, as well, I feel like with Warnock, for throughout his whole career, the bloke has been the underdog. He's been the under every team he's had almost almost. Every team he's had has been, you know, he's Cardiff never expected him to get promoted. Never. I don't care who you are. No one expected that. No one expected him to stay up. Sheffield United, when they got promoted, they were top six kind of side, so there was a bit of expectation, but you know, they're not like a a division heavyweight. Now Cardiff are a division heavyweight. It it doesn't seem to be working. I wonder if, you know, the mindset of Warnock's right. I don't know. I don't know. But uh yeah, you're right. Do not go anywhere near that. And let's talk about a well, to to a non championship fan, you'd probably be looking at Luton Huddersfield, newly promoted Luton against recently relegated Huddersfield, and you'd imagine that you know, Huddersfield are going to go down there and get a nice little victory. You couldn't be more wrong. Huddersfield, second bottom of the championship right now. Already sacked Yang Siwet. Um, they've got one point from their opening five games. And they're against a Luton side who have made a promising start, I'd say. Uh, from five games, they've lost three, uh, drawn one and won one. Um, so, you know, I use the term promising because it's, it's not perfect. But they have won their last two games. So they beat uh, relegation rivals Barnsley 3-1 on the road, which was a great result. Um, they also beat Cardiff 3-0 um, away in the Carabao Cup. Previously, if you go back um, to their kind of um, home form especially, they've drew with Middlesbrough, obviously 3-3 on the, uh, on the opening night. They've beat Ipswich in the Carabao Cup at home, narrowly lost to West Brom. They're, they're a team that is definitely going to be um, you know, plucky and very hard to beat this season. Huddersfield, what a disaster. Recently relegated. <laughs> uh, what an absolute joke. Lost their last four games. Um, I think that something like they've won one game since they got promoted or something like that. Uh, not since they got promoted, sorry. They've won one game since, I think it's November 2018. 
They've won one Jeez, match of football. Nearly like a whole calendar year. Almost a calendar year of just getting beat week in, week out. Um, Luton, for me, 21 to 20. Uh, they're going to be the vultures and they're going to feast on the carcass of oh. Huddersfield. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, a game I looked at and I really like the price of. Leeds against Swansea, both teams to score. The price is 8 to 11. I thought that was fantastic, to be honest with you. Um, these are the teams that currently occupy first and second in the championship. Leeds, perhaps, expectedly. Swansea, much less so. But Swansea have won five games in a row and they're full of goals and they also do concede. So each of their last five games, where they've won each one, they've all been over 2.5 goals as well. Um, so there are some goals conceded in there. For example, they conceded two against Preston, uh, one against Northampton in the Cup, one against QPR. So they're scoring plenty, but they are conceding as well. So potential on their side for both teams to score is absolutely there. And then for Leeds, again, they're, they're very strong. They score plenty of goals, but when they've been playing at home, they've also been conceding. So they've had three home games in all competitions this season. One against Forest, they drew one all. One against Stoke, they drew 2-2. And then one against Brentford, where they won 1-0. So they've kept three clean sheets in a row on the road. They've conceded in two of their three home games. So um, I think both teams will score again. Both teams are going to play the right way. I can't see Swansea going to Leeds, sitting back and trying to take a point. I think Swansea are going to play their way. They're going to attack, try and get on the front foot. And I think it's going to be a real end-to-end entertaining game. I agree. Steve Cooper at Swansea. I don't think a lot was expected of them. Um, obviously, Borja Baston has been a, a crazy story. One of my one of my favourite stories um, in the EFL so far this season. The fact that he's got five in five after being just completely forgotten is uh, is amazing. Especially after they sold McBurney and Leeds. Yeah. Leeds. I fully expect, honestly. I fully expect this to be the season that Leeds do get promoted. I'm saying it now. I, for me, they're going to get promoted. I don't know if they'll win the league or the playoffs. I don't know how it's going to happen. But for me, Leeds are going to get promoted this year. But they have a few things to work on, as you said. Uh, both teams to score, I think, is a very good bet there. Yeah. Um, anything else you like the look of? Oh, like the look of? Not really. Not really. I'll be honest with you. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of kind of coin tossing, if you know what I mean. A lot of games that could yes. go either way. Um, the only one that I'm slightly leaning towards, uh, but you know, it, again, it's hardly convincing. Is West Brom? Um, they've not been great. Both West Brom and visitors Blackburn um, have not won in their last two games. Uh, West Brom have played four at home without winning. But this is a Blackburn side that is quite unpredictable. And I'm purely going off the fact that I feel like West Brom are a better side. I think if West Brom mm -hmm. can get it together, they've got the potential for a nice, comfortable home win. Because uh, Blackburn, you know, flat, they don't exactly pull up any trees even when they're doing well. Um, so yeah. five to six at West Brom. But that's a, honestly, that's a pretty loose tip. Yeah, what do you think to Bristol City? They're evens at home to at home to Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough not started well to life under Jonathan Woodgate. They've got one win from that opening six games across all competitions. 
Um, also lost to Crew in the Carabao Cup, which isn't great. Um, not won away. Bristol City, on the other hand, have won the last three games in a row. We know exactly what they're like when they get on streaks. You know, this Bristol City side is renowned for going on long winning streaks and long losing streaks. Streaky like a piece of bacon, as we say. Mm. Um, <laughs> I can see them fully taking advantage of a, of a Middlesbrough side who are far from firing on, firing on all cylinders at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Benny, uh, Benny Kofobi, three and four, um, obviously has made a big difference so far. And yeah, honestly, if I was going to go for anything, um, I would go for Bristol City at evens. I think it's a nice price. Um, there's just always, for me, there's always something about Bristol City that scares me. I don't know what it is. It's, it's just yeah, gut feeling. Yeah. Um, let's move on to League One. Yeah, League One. So, League One. Um, so, I think before we get into the tips, uh, it's worth saying that this is now a 23-team league. Um, I'm sure if you're a football fan, you've all heard the news. Unfortunately, Bury have been expelled from League One. Three teams now get relegated. So, 21st, 22nd and 23rd. Saying that, what do you fancy? Ipswich, top of the league. They've got a winnable game, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, first first things first, commiserations to all Berry fans. Um, I'm a Nottingham Forest fan. I couldn't imagine what it would be like if I just woke up one day and my club had gone, basically. Um, so, I, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm sure that they're going to you know, create a Phoenix club and uh, I'm sure Berry, whatever they call it, will, will rise again. Um, and we are also very happy for Bolton aren't we, Tom? Uh, they got took over, yes, which yeah. is great. So they're going to stay in the league, not in action this weekend, um, but they are going to remain in the league, which is awesome. Yes, so let's talk about the tips. Ipswich, Shrewsbury. Ipswich, unbeaten start to life in League One. Um, wasn't sure how it was going to go. Like Huddersfield, Ipswich have been kind of taking a batter in for quite a number of seasons now. And often, as we've seen with Huddersfield, you can have a bit of a, a losing mentality and a hangover at the club and the grey cloud that won't leave. Certainly not the case at Ipswich. As I said, unbeaten start so far. Um, they have, you know, drew to Sunderland. They've beaten teams like Burton away. Um, they have also drew away at Peterborough. They've obviously beaten Bolton, but you know, we're not going to read too much into that. They, they've made a really good start and they've got a Shrewsbury side who, again, have also made a good start under Sam Ricketts. But I think the quality difference between Ipswich and Shrewsbury is going to be quite telling. Uh, James Norwood has made the step up to League One already. Uh, four and five for him. His strike partner, Caelan mm. Jackson, three and five. Uh, Luke Garbert, actually, the left back's got two and two as well. So, um, I think it's going to be a tall order, an Ipswich for me, 17 to 20. Although Shrewsbury may make it difficult, you got to fancy uh, Ipswich Town here. Yeah, most definitely. I like the look of Ipswich for that game. Uh, a game I like the look of both teams to score. Bit of a running theme this week. Peterborough Sunderland, currently occupying fourth of Sunderland and tenth are Peterborough. But both teams who are more than capable of finding the back of the net got some of the most potent strike forces in the league, especially Peterborough. I think, you know, Mo Issa 
Ivan Tony, uh, Marcus Mallison in behind. Very good attacking threat from Peterborough. They scored four last week against MK Dons. They scored two the week before that against Southend and two the week before that against Ipswich. So in amongst the goals, the only concern for them, for me, is that they do also concede a lot. They lost their opening three games of the season. So that shows you that defensively, they're perhaps not quite there. Um, and then Sunderland, I always feel, despite them having won five games in a row, doesn't really feel like that to me. They've conceded in literally every single one of those games. So the last five Sunderland games have been Sunderland to win and both teams to score. Um, I think this will be just both teams to score. I don't know which way the actual result is going to go. But two very, very potent attacks going up against each other here. Yeah, 100%. Uh, As you mentioned, you know, there are some very nice attacking talents on, on display. Remember when I used to say, if you're in the area, get yourself down to Peterborough or wherever it was. Buy yourself yeah. a home ticket. This is going to be a, a really good game of League One football, and I agree with your tip. I am also going to tip a team that goes under the radar quite a bit. Uh, last season, you can understand why, um, but they have made a decent start to life this year. Uh, it's Burton Albion. So Burton... Not the biggest club, despite the fact that they were only relegated from the championship two seasons ago. Uh, I don't think anyone was expecting them to return immediately. Uh, They've got what looks like a bit of a mid-table clash. Um, They are home to Bristol Rovers. Bristol Rovers have not accumulated a single point on the road as of yet. Um, They have largely been at home. And Burton Albion, um, they have... Made, like, as I said, they made a decent start to life and they were very impressive in their last uh, time out, uh, beating Morecambe 4-0, uh, obviously Morecambe League 2, but in the Carabao Cup, they drew away at Shrewsbury. We just mentioned Shrewsbury made a decent start and before that, you're looking at a 4-2 win away at Oxford. So this Burton side definitely got potential. It's going to be close. It's not the biggest concrete tip of the weekend. But four to five, I like the look of Burton. Yeah, me too. Um, there's one more team I like in this league. That's Rotherham at home to Tranmere. Now, you might be looking at the league and you see Rotherham, who we tits as being one of the favourites for, for promotion in this league. And they're in 14th at the moment. However, they have only played three games. Um, I think they're due to play Berry in one of the games, so that got cancelled. I'm not sure about the other one, but a lot of the teams in this league have played five times. So. They've already got two games in hand. Um, They're on six points from their three games. If they win both games in hand, they'd actually go top. Um, They host Tranmere. Tranmere are looking... I don't know, you say say it's looking worrying, isn't it, if you're a Tranmere fan? They've played five games, they've lost four and won one, and that one win is against Bolton, so you'd expect them to win that game. So, yeah, it's not looking positive, is it, for Tranmere? I think... Rotherham are in an excellent position to pick up another three points and continue to get back amongst the top teams in this league where I think they will stay for the duration. 100%. Yeah, very misleading. Very misleading. Rotherham being in 14th. Don't get used to that. It's not going not gonna to continue that way. Agree with your tip. Um, apart from that, I am struggling a little bit for any extras. I don't know if you've got anything you want to uh, throw out there. 
No, well, we've 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 uh, spoke about quite a lot there, so. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's uh, anything else available there. Should we move into tier four? Yep, let's do it. Get us started. You know, actually, to in, to interrupt you, I feel like I'm still struggling a bit with this league. If I'm entirely honest, I don't. Yeah. I haven't quite worked out yet who the top teams are going to be, who the consistent teams are going to be. Um, it's still very much a case of I feel like anyone could beat anyone at the moment and teams you think should be consistent or should be good have very much got it in their locker to throw a wobbly in and lose when they should really win. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? That leads me on very nicely to my first tip. So um, we're going to start off with the league leaders, Exeter. Uh, they've got a home game against Mansfield. Um, I mean, Exeter are top for sure. Uh, made an unbeaten start um, in the league. Uh, just lost in the Carabao Cup away at League One Coventry. Um, they have drew two of the last three games. And there is the absolute, as Tom likes to call teams, bag of revels team coming to uh, St. James's Park, and that's Mansfield. <laughs> Mansfield, you, you honestly have no idea what's going to happen in their games. If if you are looking to be entertained, get yourself a season ticket at the one call. My God, um, never know what's around the corner. I expect Exeter to win. It's a long, old away trip as well for Mansfield, so there's that to take into consideration. Mansfield in 14th won just one of their um, five games, although they have drew the uh, three of the other four. But away at top of the league, Exeter, Exeter should have enough. Six to four for the home side. Yeah, definitely. I like that tip. Uh, Exeter always start seasons well, don't they? I feel like they have done for the last kind of two, three seasons. Then they tail away around like yeah. November time. Yeah, agreed. There's a team here which I would probably say avoid um, this week. That's Crawley. They're at home to Cheltenham. Uh, they're priced at six to five. They've won four of their last six games. They knocked out Norwich in the Carabao Cup in midweek. Um, so you might be thinking, why on earth would you say to avoid them? But my theory is that often when teams have such a high in midweek, to then go back to reality, let's call it, you know, back to your bread and butter, back to playing Cheltenham and not Premier League Norwich, you know, it's quite a come down and the whole mental exhaustion, physical exhaustion that they would have put in and be feeling from beating Norwich, it's quite a come down to them be playing Cheltenham and expected to go again so soon after. So I'd put a question mark over Crawley um, for that game. I don't know what you think to that. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd have a question mark over them all day. Absolutely. Tom Pipkin, do you know who Sol Campbell is? Of course, big song, yeah. No, well, Macclesfield, Macclesfield don't. They don't, <laughs> I don't give a monkeys about this bloke. Um, <laughs> they've they've made a they've made a nice they've carried on really, haven't they? Carried on where uh, Soul left off. He resigned. Whatever. I don't know what's happening at Macclesfield. I still don't really know, you know, the story there. But it's like he, it's like he's still there. Really, they've just carried on without him. Yeah, up to fourth. Field had, for most part, had a disastrous season last year before Seoul came in and saved them. 
but they're in fourth now, uh, two points off top. And they are going away from home to, for me, I've watched quite a few uh, football league matches, especially I've somehow I've managed to watch Stevenage twice. <laughs> I can say, putting my hand on my heart, they are the worst team I've seen so far this season. I haven't watched every team live. That's worth saying. But Stevenage are an absolute joke. They've lost their last four at home. They haven't won in 10 of their last 10 league games. They're welcoming a Macclesfield side with a lovely little uh, record so far. They've won three and lost two. So you might be mm. looking at the, the two losses. But remember, me and you, Tom, we always say, you know, three wins and two losses gets you nine points. Yeah. You know what I mean? One win and how many draws gets you X amount of points, right? It's all yeah. about those wins. And they've won three of five. Up to fourth, Stevenage, second bottom. Like I said, worst team I've seen so far this season with my own eyes. Macclesfield, a price at 15 to eight. Now it is Macclesfield. And I, I honestly don't know what to expect come May. Um, I, I don't know if they're going to be mid-table, down the bottom, running away with a league. I honestly don't know. Um, mm -hmm. But Daryl McMahon in charge doesn't seem to have changed a lot. And yeah, for me, Macclesfield, 15-8 to eight outsiders. If you do like the double chance, draw on Macclesfield is 8-15. to 15. Yeah, nice. I like that. Good little tip there. Good little bit of research. Um, be careful what you say about Stevenage, though, because an absolutely hench manager will come and find you and knock you out. <laughs> I know. Honestly, though, honestly, it, I, I mean, listen, I'm not in the best physical shape of my life, uh, but <laughs> Nuruddin Mamria, he honestly, I've like, he obviously the cameras go on the Dino, I think. I think his nickname is Dino. Dino. Of course yeah. he does. Of, of course he does. But he honestly... The cameras are on the managers, right, during games. He is walking up and down. He is literally looking at his arms more than he is the field or the pitch. Honestly, it's unbelievable, man. This guy loves himself. And like, maybe it's a bit of jealousy coming out of me because he's freaking ripped. But, yeah, honestly, his, his team are crap. That's one thing. His team are crap. They've not even scored a goal yet. They've played five games. They've not scored. <laughs> I didn't even realise that. Bloody hell. Get, yeah. get on that. That yeah. is dreadful. Terrible. Rubbish. I, I don't actually have anything else that I'm uh, willing to happily tip out there. So I'm happy to stop unless there's anything else you like. Yeah, very tough, isn't it, at the moment. So League yeah. 2 fans, you know, stick with us. We, we really enjoy your league. Just It's just not the right league to be betting on right now. No. No, it's definitely Too not. Too much going on. Um, right, let's stop then. That's everything for this week's tips. Let's recap last week's bombproof trebles and give you this week's bombproof trebles. Let's go. Yes, yeah, so my treble was not pretty, to be honest with you, but we'll recap it anyway. Uh, I had red hot Cambridge. They lost 2 1 at home to Oldham. <laughs> he also had. Fulham, um, and I did voice some concerns about this one. I said it was dodgy to put on the bomb-proof treble, but uh, they did lose 2-1 to our mighty Nottingham Forest. However, it wasn't a triple L. Um, I did have Plymouth. They won comfortably 3-0. So 
So thank you, Green Army. <laughs> yeah, not the best week there, was it? But yeah, I've been doing well. You've been doing much better than me um, before last week, so I can't really criticise you too much. Um, let's just move on to mine, shall we? Let's revel in the success. Absolutely. I want to talk all about you. <laughs> For once. So I started off with Sunderland on the Saturday. They beat Wimbledon 3-1. He also had Fleetwood. Uh, they played against Accrington and won 2-0. And finally, it rolled over to the Sunday um, and we had Swansea at home to Birmingham and Swansea ran out comfortable 3-0 winners. And I think the treble paid about 5.2 to 1, I, th- I think, yeah, off the top yeah. of my head. Yeah, I, I got it recorded here for your £10 stake. Uh, you would have got £51 back. So lovely little... 4.1 to 1. Lovely little winner there. Uh, the joint treble was unfortunately let down by Red Hot Cambridge, who were a... About mm. as hot as an igloo, to be honest. Um, 2-1, they lost. We also had Fleetwood and Sunderland on there. So, yeah, uh, in the bad books, Cambridge. Hope you go down. Okay, so if... <laughs> you know, remember I, I said to you, let's have Sunderland, Fleetwood, and you have a free pick from your three. You picked the wrong bloody one. Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right, mate. You've been bloody rubbish so far this season. I knew you'd I knew you'd jump on your bloody high horse. Right, okay, so profit chasers. Um if you're new to the show and you're wondering what all this chat is about, this is the um bombproof treble section of the show. So what we do, all the research that we've read out, all of our knowledge, kind of gut feeling, we put it into a treble that we recommend you guys back. Now we only recommend you putting on what you can afford to lose. But hopefully the idea is that we all bash the bookies together and everyone goes home happy after the weekend. So without further ado, Tom, obviously, you know, Mr. Hot Streak over here, feel free to go first and uh, read out your treble (laughs) for the masses. So for this week's treble, hopefully we'll make it two in a row. We're going to go for all games at three o'clock this week, so we're not going to let it roll over to Sunday. Um, We're going to start in the championship with Leeds against Swansea, both teams to score. 8-11. 8-11. to 11. They were going to drop to League 1. Ipswich at home to Shrewsbury, priced at 17-20. to 20. And also Rotherham at home to Tranmere, priced at 4-6. to 6. So the treble pays 4.32 to 1. So an example, £10 stake returns £53. £5 stake would return you £27, just, just under. Lovely. <clears throat> Lovely. Do you know why I think that's going to win? Why? Because I had Ipswich and Rotherham on my slip. <laughs> so, so I'm convinced now that that's going to win. Right, so mine definitely delivers a little more value, put it that way. Um, we've got a couple of outsiders on mine. I'm feeling like, you know, I'm feeling a big win, a big win coming. So we are going to go for three teams that I read out on the show that I think are going to win. And all I've done is just put them together. So we're going to start off in the championship. We're going to go for Luton Town to be Huddersfield. Uh, Luton are priced at 21 to 20. Uh, We are then going to drop into League One. And we're going to go for Burton Albion. 
Burton are at home to Bristol Rovers, and we're going to go for the home side at four to five. Then we're going to drop um, into League Two, and we are going to go for Macclesfield on the nose away at Stevenage, fifteen to eight. They're the big boys. So ten pounds on returns a tasty one oh six. Whoa, one oh six. Yeah, I like that. It's definitely. Got chances. Obviously, Macclesfield are a bit of a riskier one of playing away, big odds. But let's not be scared by the big odds. Let's embrace them. Let's take them. Let's punish the bookies with them. Remember, Stevenage, worst team I've seen so far with my own two eyes. Pathetic. So that's my reasoning. That's my reasoning. Anyway, let's move on with a joint. Um, So, Tom, obviously, we're going to have two from yours. Uh, We had two from yours last week. They both won. You won your treble. So I think it's only right. Um, So who are you going to go for? Well, you wanted Ipswich and Rotherham yourself. So let's just put Ipswich and Rotherham in from my treble. So then you pick one of yours. Free choice. I prefer it not to be Macclesfield, so it's not really a free choice. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go for Luton. We're going to go for Luton um, to okay. beat Huddersfield. So, so I'm just going to... I've got that for you already. Oh, you have? Look at you. Johnny yeah. on the spot. So that's 5.32 to 1. Uh, pays £63 off a tenner. Fiverr pays 31.60. Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, so f- fingers crossed, guys, we can get some winners off the back of our trebles. All right, guys, so that pretty much wraps up the tips. Um, Shall we talk fantasy football? Yes, yes, if we need to. It's one of them weeks I either love talking about this section or I hate it. Um, This week, it's a hate it because I've got red arrows everywhere. I've had a pretty bang average week, to be honest. And in our league, bang average isn't good enough, is it? No, honestly, I'm sick of it. I wish I could leave my own league. I'm, I can't handle this anymore. Yeah, you, I can't handle you, to it. Be honest, you're doing terribly. I'm not, I don't mean this to like rub it in, but you're doing rubbish. I know. I've had to make so many changes already. Like, I haven't played my wild card. It ain't gone that serious yet, but like, I, I don't know. Well, it's just typical, right? I thought after I watched Match of the Day and I'm thinking Martial is playing right down the chute this season. Him and Rashford are going to have a little thing going on. Right, Martial. Oh, my God. Martial's listed as a midfielder on uh, on this. So I thought I honestly found like a lovely little loophole. But no, it's ro- it doesn't work out because he's injured. He's missing this week. It's just things like that are just going against me and I'm sick of it. Yeah, yeah. That's unlucky. I'm gonna have That's to unlucky. start. I'm gonna have to start Mason Greenwood. I'm gonna have Bloody to start yeah. him in my team. Yeah, yeah. There's only one way that you're going in this league, and that's further towards the bottom. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, this league, it's got a right amount of uh, teams in it, hasn't it? How many's in here? About 180 odd, I think. Bloody, I'm 168th. Bloody hell, that's horrendous. <laughs> Where are you? 136. 136. 136? Yeah, yeah. God, yeah, that sounds amazing, doesn't it? But realistically, it's crap. Yeah, 
Um, so Lynch is 11, Dan Lynch leading the way. Peter Harding with Cody in second, joint with Darren Venn, Cruel and the gang. Uh, these are some new names, aren't they? Sean McCarty, we've got A-Town United in fourth. FC Pepe Sylvia, Dan Bell. And then we've got Jack Flahahati, uh, Buster's Boys in sixth. And then we get into our usual suspects. Chindle's champs with his little star because he uh, won last season, which is such a good touch. He's in 14th, which is still pretty good. Yeah, it is. Um, if you do have fantasy football, guys, and you're not in our league, we'll put the code to join the league in the podcast description and also we'll give it you on social media if you want it. Uh, please do join. There's a £20 free bet on offer for the winner come the end of the season. So if you back yourself, you're doing well and you're the leagues you're in already, come and join ours. You'll join exactly where you should do. It'll be above me. It'll be above Tom. Um, and hopefully it'll be above the other 180-odd people and bag you that free bet. Yeah, my God. Well, it's getting it's getting pretty big, isn't it? I remember when we first started this, we had like 50 people. I was still near the bottom. But yeah, <laughs> 560-odd is, is pretty good stuff, so... Um, yeah. Let's talk about other social media platforms just before we sign off. So, as Tom mentioned, we're doing the England 1990-1992 uh, giveaway. I've had a few people uh, ask about the size. It is a medium. So, if you are a slightly bigger gentleman, then you know it might not fit you, but it might look good in a frame or something. I don't know. But go on there, retweet and follow to enter. Um, Twitter handle is t underscore fb podcast uh facebook www.facebook.com slash football betting podcast and if you want to email us with uh inquiries questions you know sponsorship packages if anyone's listening <coughs> nudge nudge uh football betting podcast gmail.com yeah, especially them sponsorship packages. You know, you're more than welcome to get in touch. <laughs> we'll take anyone, um, won't we? We'll take anyone. 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 Absolutely anyone. Ben's Corner Shop. No worries. Give us a call. <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> um, yeah, and lastly, guys, if you have enjoyed the show, perhaps won something on our tips or on the treble last week, we'd really appreciate it if you left us a rating or a review um, wherever you listen to the podcast. So, Literally only takes 10 seconds to leave a rating, so we'd really appreciate if you could do that, uh, if it's good anyway. Thanks, guys. Take care. See you, guys. See you next week. <laughs>